Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Indigo Room. You know, I got to sage y'all. I have to sage you. It's sage time in the Indigo Room. Greetings, G G and Linda. I have to light this again because it's dying. I'm sorry. I have I was, you know, saging myself and um I didn't light it really, really, really good like I usually do. So I have to send you some sage. Here you go. Push that. I'm pushing it to you. Pushing the sage to you. Just so you know. Like some things can go crazy. Some things can go wicky wacky. You know, we got Cleopatra still in the house. Just want to make sure you can all hear me okay. Here's some sage. Some sage for the week. To to get you guys, you know, feeling good, feeling delicious. Welcome to the Indigo Room. I think that's enough for now. And you know what? You can get your own sage and you can sage yourself. <laughs> Welcome to the Indigo Room. Awesome. Thank you, Linda. Linda said we're coming through loud and clear. I did not dial in yet, Linda. So I'm going to do that in a little bit. I was just got home a little bit late tonight. So um, I'm, 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 you know, tight. So hopefully I can uh, dial in really quickly. But um, I do want to welcome you all here. Cleopatra is right here. Now, some of y'all have heard Cleopatra. You may not have seen her. She might join the show tonight. I don't know. But this, the Indigo Room, is where we discuss all things spiritual. And by that, I mean that we are non-physical spiritual beings having physical human experiences. Life is supposed to be good. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be delicious. Even, you know, even when it's a little wicky wacky, even when you got some, even when you are on the crazy train driving and the train is going to crazy town and that's where you're getting off. You know you're getting off the crazy town, but in the Indigo Room, we help you to be able to navigate crazy town. Just saying. So I hope that you all had a great week. 
I want to thank some of our new subscribers. We have Emmanuel who joined us last week. Okay, Cleopatra, you need to back off. Okay, you need to just you need to just slow your roll. We want to thank Emmanuel who joined us. Um, Cody Broom, I believe, joined us. I'm not sure. Um, we have Salima who just joined us tonight. So thank you to our new subscribers. We are now up to 87. We're trying to get to 200 by the end of uh, February. So if you know somebody who could benefit, who would like to join us, please, 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 please share, like, comment, subscribe to the Indigo Room. And don't forget to ring the bell because that's when you get notifications of new content. And I want to say hello to all of our Talk Shoe subscribers. There's quite a bit of you over there. So we are going to be uploading this uh, episode once it's done for you guys over at the Indigo Room on Talk Shoe. So thank you all for hanging out with us and joining us tonight. It is Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm in New York City in Staten Island. It was a little chilly today. We had a little bit of sun. I want to say that I, I really enjoyed today. I had a good day today. I hope you all had a great day today. Hey, did you do any of your homework? I just want to know because, you know, I'm nosy. Y'all know I'm nosy. Have you created your list? Did you take a bath? Have you meditated? Um, have you been drinking your water? Really, that's important. Like, look at my skin. My skin is just getting so magnificent. You know why? Because I drink water. And then I put power words on my water. And that helps my water, when it comes into my body, to be accepted all deliciously. I am um, working on some videos. I did one last night, just so you know. So I didn't forget. I am doing that. Linda and I had a very long discussion. We had a very long conversation about, you know, me and my videos. <laughs> so we are doing that. We are working on the, I am, I am working on the videos, just so you know. They'll be up and we have, um, I think, two more, two or three more left for the, for the um, how to raise your vibe, 10 ways how to raise your vibration. And we, this is the Raise Your Vibe Tribe. So I would love to hear your comments about the show or if there's something that you want to talk about, please post it in the comments because here's what happens at YouTube, just so you know. This is a new venue for us and um, everything that we talk about, pretty much the books, the links is in the comments below, right down there, right in there, right down there. And um, if you don't like if you don't comment, if you don't subscribe to the Indigo Room, the Indigo Room doesn't, you know, fit into YouTube's algorithm. So if you love the show, that's great. Wonderful. You tell me, oh, Sydney, I love the show. You send me messages. I love the show. That's great. It was wonderful. Oh, you're just so fabulous. Well, if you didn't like it, because <laughs> you're telling me, doesn't help the Indigo Room to spread out and for other people to get to hear the content and get to enjoy what you enjoy. Now, if you didn't like it, all right, all right, all right, slowly roll, okay? If you didn't like it, that's fine, all right? Just don't be 
just don't be, you know, creating all kinds of havoc in the comments. If you didn't like it, that's cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. Just don't like, you know, cause all kinds of crazy machinations and all kinds of nonsense in the comments below. Don't, don't do that. That's not nice. You know, I'm trying to be nice to you. Don't be nice. Be nice to us. But if you did, if you did enjoy the show, if you did like the, if you did like the content, if it was helpful for you, if you found something in there that was helpful and useful for you, comment, like, subscribe, share, and don't forget to ring the bell because that's how you know when we're getting ready to do go live or when I upload um, other new videos. So you can ring the bell, and some people say they can't find the bell. I'm not sure if you're using. Um, if you're using your phone, if you're using your phone, it's a little, um, it might be in the comments section. You might be able to find it there. It depends on what kind of phone you use. If I use Android, so it shows up for me. But if you're using an iPhone, it might be a little bit more difficult to find. So tonight, what are we doing? I don't know, Sydney. What are we doing? Well, we're going to be discussing Neville. Neville, yes, girl, you know, Neville is the bomb. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I want to say I want to welcome to everybody that's in the show tonight because, you know, I'm a little crazy. Y'all know that I'm crazy, right? If you didn't know that, if you didn't know that in the last 10 years, I can't help you. I want to say hello to our moderator. That's Linda, Linda Patrick. She's in the house tonight, of course. I love Linda. And um, we got G. G's in the house. Hi, G. Good to see you. And Funky. Woohoo. That is Ray Harvey's sister. So Funky is Ray Harvey's sister. We found that out last time she was in the show. Hi, Funky. Funky double zero or double O. Uh, Barb is in the house. Hi, Barb. Good to see you. And I think that's it. I think that's all we got. Did I miss anybody? Wanda's here. I think Wanda might be listening on the DL. I don't know if she could log in. She might be home or not. Um, I, again, want to remind you that the Indigo Room's uh, email address is theindigoroom2 at gmail.com. And if you would like to assist the Indigo Room, in getting equipment, helping us with, you know, purchasing a new camera. We need new lights, you know, um, microphone. Well, I have a microphone, but we, we are also looking to get the little tiny microphones because we, we have some guests lined up that'll be popping into the Indigo room. So if you would like to help with all of that, you can do that by clicking the PayPal link down in the comments below and donating to the Indigo Room. That will help us to be able to make better content and get better equipment. And, you know, that's, that's what that's for. So if you would like to donate to the Indigo Room, please do so. It's, no, you don't have to. Um, you can do that. I also have a Cash App. Um, I joined Cash App. So if you want to do that, I'm going to post the Cash App link in below. If you uh, in the links below, if you don't use uh, PayPal or you don't like PayPal, we got Cash App. We got Cash App for you. We're trying, you know, to figure out all kinds of ways 
to generate a little bit more money so we can have a better, better videos for you. So tonight we're discussing the resurrection. Did you get the book? How many times I got to ask y'all to get the book? Did you get the book? The Resurrection or Resurrection by Neville. Yeah? We are on chapter, Linda, hold on. Linda said something. Linda said she's been doing her homework. I didn't, I didn't, you know, let everybody answer. So Linda said, yes, she's been doing her, her water. That's good. You put your power words on your water, Linda. She's been meditating and she's done her um, creative list. Um, create your day list. That's awesome. And Funky <gasps> Maxwell paint <gasps> painter. OMG. I, how did you find us? <laughs> painter. Painter's in the house. Painter is a dear friend, a dear friend of mine. I don't know how she found us. Like painter. You must be psychic. This is incredible. Incredible. So Tara Tisdale said, not yet. Okay, Tara. Well, well, well. We need you to catch up. Because, see, the Indigo Room is on the, the train to um, creating our reality. You know, we, we're, all, we're all in there. So you got to get on the train, girl. Get off the wiki wacky train. Join us. Painter, painter, painter's in the house. No, this can't be the same painter. I don't even, I'm, I'm just all the clumps. Anyway, um, oh, Wanda's in the house. Hi, Wanda. Good to see you. Painter, is that you? Indy. That is Painter. That's my painter. See, Painter and I met on a place, which I'm going to be doing a, a video on. We're going to be doing a show on. And I have talked about this for 10 years, and they, none of y'all come. Well, that's not true. Sandy did come into Second Life. Sandy came into Second Life and joined us in Second Life. And she lived with us on Indigo Room Island. But I'm telling you that Second Life helped me so much to create my reality. And that's where I met Painter. Painter. And a couple of other friends that are my friends on, uh, on, on these social, social media streets. <laughs> she said it's the same painter I swear it's me oh my god painter I did not know you were with us since we've been in studio B I did not know that you never told me and for those of you that don't know studio B um, is where we first started and that was in the bathroom of my father's studio apartment that's where I used to do the indigo room See, you got to do your stuff. You can get in. You got to get it in where you can fit it in. That's all I'm trying to say. You can't wait for um, a good time. You can't wait for, oh, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. Get your stuff, whatever it is, started today. Okay? You heard it from me, Sydney. Whatever it is that you plan on doing and you want to think you want to start and you want to get started now. 
take one step today, right now, right this moment. Well, okay, after the show is over. So, um, <laughs> Painter said she's been with us since 2007. She was trolling. She was a troll, but she wasn't calling in. So tonight we are going into chapter two of Neville, Dual Nature of Consciousness. All right. I think I need to dial in my phone, though, before we actually get started and give you the phone number. I think Linda also has the phone number as well, but I want to give it to you so you can call in. We have a new number because the last time people had trouble calling in. So this time we have a new, we have, we joined a different, we joined a different conference call number. So it is 605-313-4116. Okay. So let me, let me dial in too. Let's all dial in together. This is like, you know, Romper Room. Did you ever watch Romper Room when you were a kid? And she's, you know, naming everybody. And she's, I, she never named me, though. That little witch. Never. I used to sit in front of the TV and wait for her to say my name. She never said my name. Okay. So it's uh, 1-605 if you're in the United States. And this one, thisconferencecall.com, freeconferencecall.com. It also, if you're from another country, you can dial in as well. And it has different numbers that you can dial into. So if you go to the website, you'll be able to find all those numbers. Listen, I'm not going to give them all. There's like a billion countries on the planet. Okay, maybe not a billion, but there's a lot of countries on the planet. I can't give you every single telephone number. So the one in the United States is 605-313-4116. And the uh, conference call number, I mean the conference code, or the access code, is 457-900. So, yeah, there, there, there she is. There's the lady. You hear her? She's telling, she's telling me to dial in. <laughs> Sorry I didn't do this earlier, but you look, like I said, I was, I was running in from work today. So, I got that. I'm the host. Otherwise, please wait and you will be joined. Please announce yourself. You will be joined. Please announce yourself. Please enter your pin followed by the pound or hash. Okay. Lady, lady. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to put myself on mute. And, um,. If you guys, if you guys dial in, um, we'll be able to connect with you. So I'm just going to uh, get started, and I want to just ask you before we all get started: Has anybody tickled their amygdala? Have you been tickling your amygdala this week? I have, and I got to tell you, I was having a wiki wacky day. Um, on Monday, and uh, I just stopped for a moment, and I tickled my amygdala, 
And um, I just sat there, you know, I just, I just, I just, I just got quiet and I tickled my amygdala and guess what? I was having like some kind of issues with a coworker and um, I said, you know what? I need to tickle my amygdala. And when I did that, I found that everything was um, turned out to be okay. He and I were able to square off, you know, chill out, relax, whatever it was that we had going on. And the issue that both of us were upset about, because he was upset on his end and I was upset on my end, and both of the things that we were upset about got worked out. And today, yesterday I worked from home, but today I went into work and I was like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen with this person. And I don't know if we're going to, I said, you know what, Sydney, you need to stop that. You need to stop that right now and just um, get quiet and go in and have a great day. You know what? I had a great day. He and I, we got along very well and everything went, everything went perfectly. Okay, for some reason, I'm not able to log into this website today. Um, so what I want to ask you is how have you used anything that worked for you? Some of the things that we've been doing, the I am statements. I also want to give you another story because, you know, I like telling stories before we start because there's a short chapter with Neville. And I'm using my I am statements, I am statements. So on Monday, um, I went in to work and I have been making my being mindful. I want to get to work, you know, a little bit earlier. So I've been trying to leave my house a little bit earlier. Sometimes that works in New York City. Sometimes it doesn't. Like you could be standing on a bus stop and there's no buses when you are not trying to get to work early. And then when you're like, okay, I'm I'm out, I'm out early today. I'm I'm gonna be on time today. I am I am I I, I did everything. You know, everything was aligned. I got to the bus stop ten minutes early, and then there's no buses. When you are out there and you don't have to be to work on time, or you don't have, you know, you you just ugh. five buses will show up. Five. All like they're like a caterpillar, all in tandem. Anyway, so Monday I was standing outside. I got to work. I got outside early. I got got to the bus stop early. I was so excited. I was so happy. I was so proud of myself because I got to the bus stop early. And the bus didn't come. The bus was late. So I'm standing there and I'm going, okay, okay. And I could hear the little monkey, the little monkeys in my mind going, Ch -ch 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 -ch, you're going to be late, you're going to be late, you're going to be late, you're going to miss the boat, you're going to miss the boat. Because I have to take a boat, I have to take a ferry, I've told you this before, I have to take a boat, I have to take the bus, I have to take the ferry, and then I have to take the train to get to work. So I'm standing on the bus stop and I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Well. What transpired was the bus finally came. I was like, okay. So I said, you know what? As I, I heard myself saying to myself, self, 
you're never going to make the boat. You're not going to make the A15 boat, right? You're not going to make it. I said, wait a minute. You need to stop that. You need to stop that right now. You need to stop that in its tracks because we just did Neville, right? We just did the I am statements. And here I am with the monkey mind. I would be embarrassed if you guys were standing in my brain. You'd be like, Sydney, what the hell? So I was like, okay, I'm going to make this boat. I am on the 815. That's all I kept saying to my here's the, here's the kicker for me. I I told y'all that I injured the back because I'm not claiming it. I'm not claiming that, but I injured the back, the back that belongs to this body that I'm in. I injured it. It got injured. And uh, so I've been going to physical therapy. I've been doing all this blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling a lot better, as you know. But I'm not able to high step it, like run yet, like I'm I'm used to running for the boat. So I decided in my mind, I saw myself running if it was necessary, but I also saw that I am on the 815. No matter what, that's how it was going to happen. Maybe they'll hold the door for me. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm on the 815. So the bus rolls around to the ferry at 814. Now, let me tell you, if you, I don't even know if you know anything about Staten Island, but if you don't, okay, that's like, I don't even know. That's like running a block. You got a block to go from the boat, a city block. The New York City blocks are long. So it's like a block that you have to go from the the bus to the actual ferry doors. And usually, because the ferry staff can be sadistic at times, very sadistic. They like to watch us run. And then they close the door just as you're getting to it. So today, that day, Monday, I was like, no, that's not going to happen. I threw that out my mind. I threw it out my mind. I was like, nope, 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 no. I am on the A15. So now I have one minute to do a sprint. And the issue is that my leg is not was not that great at running right now because of the back. Because what happened with the back? So I... So when I got off the boat, I did a little jog. I did a little jog. I'm jogging. If you saw me, you would have been help- you would have been laughing. I was laughing at my own self. So I'm doing this little jog. Got my purse. I got my lunch bag. I'm doing this little jog. I am on the 815. I am on the 815. I see my neighbor. We're talking. I'm not even, I can't even have a conversation with him anymore because I'm so focused on the 815. He's like, Sydney. I'm like, I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. Okay. I'm running. I think I got ahead of him and he's much taller than me and has longer legs. And just as I get to the doors where they close the ferry, girlfriend got in. Woo! I made it. Normally, I would have just given up. I would have said, you know what? Oh, it's it's 814. I'm never going to make it. This is how we put the kibosh on our own selves. So I want you, after we finish reading Neville, I want you this week to really pay attention 
Really pay attention to how often you tell yourself. Remember I showed you, was it last week or the week before? I think it was last week when I dropped the tissue box and I said, I'm going to try to pick it up. So really, really focus on your mind talk this week. How often are you saying things to yourself? You know, I can't, I'm never gonna, it's not gonna happen. I'm gonna try, maybe, blah, 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 because we're putting blocks on ourselves. So I just wanna put that in your put that in your peace pipe and put that in your spirit this week to really, really decide what you are going to accomplish. I don't care what it is. Today, I mean Monday was me getting on the ferry. That's that was my goal. I'm on the 815. And I made the 815. Now, I don't know, like a maybe a few weeks ago or even last year, I might have been like, oh, um, I ain't gonna make it. And you know what would have happened? I wouldn't have made it. So it is us. We are that powerful. We have to remember that. We have to remind ourselves. And that's what we're doing here in the Indigo Room. We're here to remind you about how powerful you really are. Okay. So we are reading. It's a really short chapter this week. Let me just look in the chat. What are y'all talking about? Linda, can you turn on commenting on YouTube so we can leave comments and increase Sydney's ranking? Um, I will do that. It's, it's only going to, the comments will be on after the live. When it's live, the comments are not open. You can, only the chat is open. So then after we go live, then you can put the comments in. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Linda said this week, focus on your mind talk. That's really, really key, really. So we're in chapter two, the dual nature of consciousness. A clear concept of the dual nature of man's consciousness must be the basis of all true prayer. Now, remember last week we talked about prayer. Consciousness includes a subconscious as well as a conscious part. The Infinitely greater part of consciousness lies below the sphere of objective consciousness. You know, like sometimes Neville talks, he used to, for me, he used to talk in riddles. I'll be like, what did you just say? Because I would have to read it several, several times in order to understand what he meant. Like this week in our I Am Statements group, I posted, um, I am, what did I write, Linda? Do you remember what I wrote? Okay, I'm going to have to think about that for a minute because I got off track. But um, I am so near, no, yeah, what? I am, I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> I am so near as, I'm so, I am, I am so near as, so, as not so far, something like that. But your I am cannot be so far away from you. Your I am is so close to you that it cannot be near you. Because it is you. Like, you can't be near yourself. Right? So your I am, your God self, is not so near to you. It is you. It can't be near you. It can't be sitting next to you. It can't be beside you. It can't be. It is you. I am is you. Okay. The subconscious is the most important part of the consciousness. It is the cause of voluntary action. 
The subconscious is what a man is, woman is. The conscious is what a man knows. I and my father are one, but my father is greater than I. The conscious and subconscious are one, but the subconscious is greater than the conscious. Does that make sense? We're on chapter two, chapter two of resurrection. Does that make sense? It says, I and the father are one, but my father is greater than I. The conscious and the subconscious are one, but the subconscious is greater than the conscious. Does that make sense? So your subconscious is greater than your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind is greater than your sub, your subconscious mind is greater than your conscious mind. I of myself can do nothing. Like, you know, somebody had asked me, I had written something this week and they asked me if it was Neville or if it was me. And I was getting ready to respond that it was all me. And then I remembered, I was, wait a minute, that's, it wasn't all me. I didn't actually, I downloaded it. It was, I am, it was spirit. It was God through me. So it wasn't me. I cannot take credit for that. So I had to back up for a minute, erase everything that was getting ready to write and write down that it wasn't me. It was spirit through me that gave them this um, particular instruction. So. I of myself can do nothing. The father within me, he does the work. I, objective consciousness of myself, can do nothing. The father, the subconscious, he does the work. The subconscious is that in which everything is known, in which everything is possible, to which everything goes, from which everything comes which belongs to all, to which all have access. We all have access to this. Yes, Painter, you can accomplish more when you're plugged into the system rather than having a specific linear, linear plan. Exactly. Absolutely. What we are conscious of is constructed out of what we are not conscious of. Did you get that? That's like a riddle. How many times did you have to read this one? What we are conscious of, what we are conscious of is constructed out of what we are not conscious of. So it's constructed out of our subconscious. What we are conscious of is constructed out of what we are not conscious of. I need my water because my throat is dry. Water. This is what I drink every day, water. And I get my power words on my spring water. Not only do our subconscious assumptions influence our behavior, but they also fashion the pattern of our objective existence. They alone have the power to say, let us make man objective manifestations in our image after our likeness. The whole of creation is asleep within the deep of man, woman, and is awakened to objective existence by his, her subconscious assumptions. So your subconscious is what you are awakened to. Within the blankets, 
I mean, within the blankets, sorry. Within the blankness we call sleep, there is a consciousness in unsleeping vigilance. And while the body sleeps, this unsleeping being releases from the treasure house of eternity the subconscious assumptions of man. So in the blankness that everybody thinks, oh, I don't dream or, you know, nothing happens when you dream. In the blankness, there is a consciousness in unsleeping vigilance. And while the body sleeps, this unsleeping being, because it's not sleeping, our subconscious is not sleeping. It's our conscious that's sleeping. It's me, you know, Sydney, that's talking to you now, that nods out and goes to sleep, right? But there's my subconscious that's always awake. It's always awake. It's always awake. And unsleeping, this the unsleeping being releases from the treasure house of eternity the subconscious assumptions of man. Prayer is the key which unlocks the infinite storehouse. Prove me now herewith saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Like Monday. Monday, I decided to block my blessing for a minute. Monday, I decided to shut the storehouses, the treasures. I decided to shut the door because I decided in my mind that I wasn't going to make the boat, right? In the beginning, I said, oh, my goodness, right? I decided that. Now, had I not changed my thought process, had I not changed my self-talk, had I not been working on what I've been working on, I probably would have missed the boat, but I changed my self-talk. Now, you could say it was a coincidence. I know that's not the case. I actually saw in my mind me getting on that boat at 8.15. Happened again tonight. Same thing. I got off the boat. I got off the train. I was coming home. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Maybe it's to prove something to you all, but I... Was one I got off the boat? I mean, I got off the train, and it was six fifty-eight. I am down in the bowels of New York City. I have to go up three escalators to get to the boat. Four, four escalators to get to the four, three escalators to get to the boat. Six fifty-eight. The boat leaves it. I mean, five fifty-eight. The boat leaves at six. At first, I, I said, you know what? I don't even care. And then I said, well, Sydney, you got your show to do. Mind talk. Are you going to be on the 6 o'clock boat? Are you going to be on the 6.15? And I got on the 6 o'clock. My mind talk. So what you are saying and what you are thinking and what you are being and what you are creating is very powerful. Don't get it twisted. It's very powerful. You got to keep that same energy that you woke up with. All happy, joy, joy. You got to keep that same energy as you're going throughout the rest of your day, even until the middle, until the evening. So prayer is the key. 
And it says the conscious mind reasons inductively from observation, experience, and education. That's what we do. We teach us, we go to school, we go to college, we get our degrees, we deduct, we try to figure out pros, cons, right? It therefore finds it difficult to believe what the five senses and inductive reason deny. The subconscious reasons deductively, and it's never concerned with the truth or falsity of the premise, but proceeds on the assumption of the correctness of the premise and objectifies results which are consistent with the premise. Does that, do you, do you, does that make sense? So if I, Sydney, decided that I was not going to be on that six o'clock boat tonight, I would not be on the six o'clock boat tonight because my subconscious says, okay, no problem. I got you covered, girl. You're not on it. And I could be like, well, I don't understand why God didn't allow me to get on the boat. You know, you know, I got to do the show tonight. I should have been on, I should have been on the 545 for crying out loud. So now you're going to make me wait for the 615. God didn't have nothing to do with that in that, in that sense. It just gave you, spirit just gave you what you decided you were going to have, which was, I'm never going to make the six o'clock. It's okay. Be on the 16, 615. How about the 630? Does that make you feel better? See, I've really been wicked wacky then. So um, the distinction must be clearly seen by all who would master the art of praying. No true grasp of the science of prayer can be really obtained until the laws governing the dual nature of consciousness are understood and the importance of the subconscious realized. Prayer, the art of believing what is denied by the senses, you know, touch, feel, taste, hear, what is denied by the senses. Now, if you were on the boat boat with me, I mean, if you were on the bus with me this morning, if you were on the train with me tonight, because I saw people get the door closed in their face tonight. I saw that. I turned around. I looked. Because, you know, it was, I was like being in Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what happened. When you turn around, I could have been turned into a pillar of salt tonight. Because I turned around to see who was actually getting through. But there were some people that didn't make it. They were hustling. They were trying. But they probably already had in their mind, I'm not going to make that 6.15. And he waited a little longer, actually, to be truthful. He, opened, he had the door open a little bit longer. Um, no true grasp. Oh, wait. The distinction must be clearly seen by all who would master the art of praying. No true grasp of the science of prayer can be really obtained until the laws governing the dual nature of consciousness are understood and the importance of the subconscious realized. So we're going to keep talking, but I'm going to open up the phone lines. I think I can open them up. Let's see what happens if you're in there. Okay. Are you there, anybody? I hear somebody. 
Hi, Linda. Can you turn your speaker down? Or is that my speaker? Might be mine. Yeah, I'm, I muted you on YouTube. Okay. It's just the phone. Okay, cool. So I can hear you clearly good. Um, I'm going to keep reading because we only have a little bit left. But um, I just wanted to make sure that I had the phone lines open. Prayer, the art of believing what is denied by the senses, almost entirely with the subconscious. Through prayer, the subconscious is suggested into acceptance of the wish fulfilled and reasoning deductively, logically unfolds it to its legitimate end. Far greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Does, does anybody know what that particular line means? Far greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I never used to know what it meant when I was, you know, going to the Kingdom Hall back in the day. Anybody, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses? They didn't really give you a really good idea, a really good description of that. Um, but far greater is the spirit that is in you, your, your subconscious, than your conscious that is on the outside, your outer, your objective outer thought. So far greater is he that is in you, she that is in you, than he, she that is outside of the, you know, appearance, the world of appearance. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to everyone? Does that make sense to you, Linda? Yes. So if you think about that, far greater is he that is in you. Kingdom of heaven is in you. Your your God self, your goddess self is within you. Your spirit is within you. Your thoughts, your subconscious is within you. That's all inside. Your conscious is on the outside. It's what, you know, you're looking at what I got to do today, what I'm wearing today, where I'm going today, how I'm getting on, what time I'm going to get on the boat, what time I'm going to get on the ferry, blah, 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 blah. You got to deal with your boss. You got to have a conversation with them. That's all outside stuff, outside talk. But what your mind talk what your stuff is going on in here is greater is greater than what's outside of you. So now, if your mind talk is all negative, right? If your mind talk is all negative, then your mind talk is greater than the outside. If you're smiling, hi, hello, Linda, so good to see you. Thank you for joining us in the Indigo Room. And you feel all kinds of hurtful, evil, disgusting stuff. That's greater than what, you know, what's going on on the outside of you. So you can't really manifest a wonderful relationship with Linda if everything you talk, every all of your mind talk is negative towards Linda. Greater is he that is inside of you, she that is inside of you, than that is outside of you. Does that make sense? Hello, my sister Susan. This is my real life sister. Just like my real life niece, Molly. Remember Molly came in last week? Stole her mother's account. <laughs> well, the week before last. This is my real life sister Susan. Hi, Susan. 
So your mind talk can go either way. So you can have your mind talk be greater than what's going on on the outside of you in a good way. Like when I was trying to catch that 815 boat today. Or I could have my mind talk be my what's going on inside of me be greater than what it is that I want to accomplish in a negative way. So I could have been like, oh, I'm never going to make it. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to get on it. Blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, I wouldn't have got on it. And then I'd be like, oh, wow, God didn't want me on that boat. You know how people put everything on God or, or Satan? Well, Satan is busy. Really? I think that might be you. <laughs> the subjective mind is the diffused consciousness that animates the world. And, and everybody, welcome my sister Susan. Give her a big hug. Give her a big love to the Indigo Room hug. Okay? Um, the subject, subjective mind is a diffused consciousness that animates the world. It is a spirit that giveth life. In all substance is a single soul objective, subjective mind. Through all creation runs this one unbroken subjective mind. Thought and feeling fused into beliefs, impress modifications upon it, charge it with a mission, which mission is faithfully executed. So let's just say that you are really in a really crazy, wicky-wacky state. Okay, not crazy, but you're in a really wicky-wacky state of consciousness. You will actually bring that stuff to you, even if you say you don't want it. And when it shows up, you say, oh, I didn't want that to happen. No, you may not have really wanted it to happen, but the state of consciousness that you're in brought that about. Same thing goes for the reverse, something that you really do want, and you get into that state. You get into that state of consciousness, and you bring it to you, right? So it's not really um, you attract what you are, I don't think. I feel like it's more like you attract what you are focused on the most, what you feel the most, what you have the intense, you know, I could be a really great person. I could be a really wonderful person. I could be so loving and kind to you. But inside, I have a lot of fear, a lot of doubt, a lot of worry, a lot of chaos and confusion. But that doesn't mean that I'm an evil person. It just means that my consciousness has a lot of stuff going on and I haven't been, I don't have the tools. I haven't figured out how to do that, how to, how to be more calm, how to be poised, how to, how to calm my monkey mind. So you attract what you got going on here. It's not you attract what you are. I don't, I feel anyway. I feel it's it's you 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 bring about you know what you think about. So I I know that a lot of people say that you attract what you are. I'm not I'm not I don't ascribe to that, and I'm not putting that on any of y'all because all of you who are in the indigo room are good people. That's how I feel. I love you, and that's my and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You can't change my mind, okay? The conscious mind originates premises. The subject mind, the subjective mind unfolds them to their logical ends. Where the subjective mind 
were the subjective mind not so limited in its initiative power of reasoning, objective man could not be held responsible for his actions in the world. So were the subjective mind not so limited? Then you couldn't be held responsible, but it is limited. Man transmits ideas to the subconscious through the feelings. That's how that's how we get it. So if you're not used to using your imagination, if you're not used to feeling good, if you don't even know how to begin to do that, you are transmitting ideas to your subconscious, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent. You're doing it. Nobody else is doing it to you. You're doing it to yourself. We're all doing it to ourselves. The subconscious mind transmits ideas from the mind to mind through telepathy. Your unexpressed, unexpressed convictions of others are transmuted to them without their conscious knowledge or consent. And if subconsciously accepted by them will influence their behavior. The only ideas they subconsciously reject, like you could be throwing all kinds of stuff my way. And I'll be like, yeah, whatever, because I can't accept it. But if I like I, I just we discussed on uh, last week, if I believe in sickness and you send me thoughts subconscious, well, Sydney, you look kind of picky today. You 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 look. Are you sick? Are you coming down with something? And I go, oh, my goodness. Oh, well, you know, I have the whole idea in sickness. Maybe I just read about the Ebola plague on on. And I'm going, oh, my God, I don't want to I don't want to catch that. And somebody comes over and says, "Ooh, girl, you need to get to the doctor. Have you been to the doctor lately? I'm that is telepathy. You send him. You don't even have to say it out loud. You can be thinking it and looking at me all kinds of crazy ways. You ever get somebody walk past them and they look at they give you a look and they go. And you don't know what they're thinking, but they could be thinking, oh, my God, she looks. What's the matter with what's the matter with Susan? What's going on with her? What's the matter with Sydney? What's the matter with Barbara? So if someone has an imagination who is strong and they're working their muscle better than you, they're stronger in their muscle, in their imagination than you are, they can subjectively send you suggestions that you accept. And the reason why you accept it is because you believe in sickness and then you become sick. It's just as well when doctors give people um, an expiration date and they say, okay, well, you got six months to live. Sorry, that's it. Or they tell them, you know, you have three months to live. And there are people that cannot and refuse to accept it. They say, I'm not a good doctor's crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. Those people tend to keep living. And it's the people that accept the subjective um, thought from the doctor, from the medical field or whatever, might not make it. I'm not saying that all people do, but I'm saying that that does tend to happen. Um, the subconscious transmits ideas from mind to mind through telepathy. Telepathy, your unexpected conviction convictions of others are transmuted to them without their conscious knowledge or consent and if subconsciously accepted by them will influence their behavior. The only ideas they subconsciously reject 
are your ideas of them which they could not wish to be true of anyone. Whatever they could wish for others can be believed of them and by the law of belief which governs subjective reasoning, they are compelled to subjectively accept and therefore objectively express accordingly. Do you know anybody or have you heard of anyone who I, I know people, you know, you talk to them this week and then the next week they're not here. They got a bad report of, you know, their health and subjectively they took it in and now they're not here with us anymore. Well, not physically anyway. So the subjective mind is completely controlled by suggestions, ideas, suggestion. Ideas are best suggested when the objective mind is partly subjective. That is when the objective senses are diminished or held in abeyance. This partly subjective state can best be described as controlled reverie. Wherein the mind is passive but capable of functioning with absorption. It is a concentration of attention. There must be no conflict in your mind when you are praying. Turn from what it is to what ought to be. Assume the mood of fulfilled desire and by the universal law of reversibility, you will re Okay, let me do that again. <laughs> Assume the mood of fulfilled desire and by the universal law of reversibility, you will realize your desire. That's the end of chapter two. And we talked about reversibility um, the week before. So if you can create friction by moving a thing, right? So you want to create friction, you move something and it creates friction. So then you can also. Um, move something and create, no, wait, if you move something and create friction, then you can create friction by moving something. So it's the law of reversibility. Whatever you, whatever you, the law of cause and fact, effect. If I can feel good about having money, right? Then money, me, um, I can feel good about having money. Then that means that me feeling good can create money. So it goes back and forth. So if you can create something with your thoughts, then that means your thoughts can create. Or if you feel good, you create a mood. That means that that mood can also create that thing. So if I feel good about having, um, you know, Idris Elba as my husband. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. It's a joke. Then, um, it just helped then then the feeling can also create you know the relationship so if i feel good about having a if i'm in my feelings i'm not i'm sitting here and i'm having a really great feelings about having a great relationship with my sister susan even though we have a great relationship let's just say that we didn't and i'm feeling really really good about having a great relationship with her then my feelings can actually create create the relationship so 
at this moment, maybe I'm not having a great relationship with her, but I want to, and I'm feeling really good. And I'm thinking of her and I'm going, oh, my sister Susan, and I miss her and I love her, blah, 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 blah. Those feelings can create that relationship. So it's the law of reversibility. So if you can imagine, you know, what it is that you want to create, then that same energy, keep that same energy, it will create what it is that you desire. Does that make good? Does that make sense? So the phone lines are open. Linda, hi, how you doing? Anybody else want to call in? They can. How do you feel about that chapter? Boy, you should forget when you go on to that because it's been two years. I know. I'm reading this. I'm reading this, but it's like, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. Oh, I remember that part. Oh, but I only did half of what. Wait a minute. Right? I know. It's really, really important, um, you know, for us to to read and reread. And just like Linda said, she was saying, I didn't, what? I don't remember that. Because water seeks its own level, really. So if we weren't, if we weren't, if we weren't really um, sustained in our I am presence or in the whole Neville and what and what G says, what G was doing, he's he said he listens to Neville every day. He listens to it every day. So if we put it down, it's very easy for us to just, you know, forget that we're not being able to, we're not reading and we're not focusing, we're not paying attention to what we did before. And it's very easy for all of that to just close up and we go, oh, wait. And you read it again and you go, oh, my God, that was that? Oh, I don't remember that. (laughs) So um, let me look in the chat before. Let's see what's going on in the chat. What's going on in the chat, Linda? Let's see. Painter says, uh, Funky was saying that it makes sense. Painter says, you can accomplish more when you're plugged into the system. Yep, we did that. And your subconscious is like, oh, thank God that fool is asleep. (laughs) That is a good one. That is good. That is really good. Um. We're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. You have to shift. Linda says you have to shift your negative mind talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, Linda says, I have a friend who was told that she would die when she was 22. She's now a spry, energetic 80-year-old. But that's because she probably didn't accept what the doctors were telling her. Exactly. She's 80 years old now? Yeah, and she just went and decided that she was going to enjoy life. Well, you know, and um, she got in her little Volkswagen bug and drove to San Francisco. 
and had a good old time and she's done all kinds of really neat stuff. She's a really good friend. That is so cool. We need to have her on the show. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I, I can probably, I, she knows about the show. I could probably remind her to come on. That would be kind of cool to talk to her. I would love to hear her story. She'd be happy to share it, I'm sure. So Painter said, my doctor said I was so old, it would take 18 months to have a baby and require all these expensive treatments, and I got preggers on the second try. Because you would, you just wouldn't accept what, your subconscious couldn't accept what he was telling you. That's what happens. Some of our subconsciouses can accept certain things. Um, recently, when I hurt the back, and I went to a neurologist, and the neurologist told me, um, I went to go, you know, have the little appointment. I'm really not a doctor person, okay? I, I have issues with them. So I have to, like, make myself go. And I have, um, in order for me to stay out from work to take care of myself and to make myself feel better, I had to go to the doctor, right? So the doctor, the neurologist tells me, he says, oh, Sydney, the tests show. Now, I have just, I've only been going to physical therapy at that time, like a month. He said, the tests, the tests say that uh, you have to have surgery. I said, what? He said, you have to have surgery. We're going we're gonna to have to do surgery on your back. Hold it. Hold, 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 hold on. No. What? He says, yes, yes. The tests show that, you know, whatever's going on with your back um, is only going to get worse. And uh, we have to do surgery. I don't know why doctors always want to cut you open. But Dr. Sabi says, if you were meant to have surgery, you would have been born with a zipper. So that was going on in my mind at the time. And I was like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. So he gives me all these little, this little prescription that I have to go meet the, the next um, neurosurgeon. He sets up an appointment for me in the whole nine. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just sorry. This is what we're going to have to do. And I was like, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. I left out of there. and. It was pouring rain outside and I walk across to go catch the bus because like in New York City, I don't drive anymore. So I'm walking to go catch the bus and I'm standing out there. It's pouring. I mean, pouring so hard rain. And I look across the street and there's this guy walking across the street. And he was struggling to get across the street as I'm watching him. He's struggling. I mean, I don't know if he was mentally challenged or if he was just physically challenged, but he was having different difficulty with his gait as he was walking. And I'm looking at him and I'm going, oh, my God, look at him. This, this is what thought came into my mind. I said, well, look at him. Why are you stressing? Look at him. And he managed to get across a four lane highway. He sat down. I had a cane. He had a cane. His cane fell down. I bent down to pick up his cane because I'm thinking I'm a better condition than he is right now. I bend down to pick up the cane. I give it to him. And he's like all hunched over. He's hunched over like this. 
This is how he's, and he looks up at me and he goes, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I said, you're welcome. And next thing you know, we're having this conversation. He starts asking me, what's my favorite movie? I think he was trying to come on to me, quite frankly. But anyway, <laughs> he's asking me, what's my favorite movie? Um, and he's telling me his favorite movies. And he has this big, huge, like, writing pad or uh, piece of paper, pieces of paper that he's drawing on as we're talking. So he's telling me that his favorite movie was the Lego movie. He loved that, blah, blah, blah. We start singing different songs from movies. My bus stop buddy, okay? And we're having this great time in the pouring rain. He's got me laughing and cracking up. He tells me his name is Alfred. And he can't draw, well, okay. Let me just say that I thought he couldn't draw very well. But he, I mean, he was doing okay, but his drawings were, you know, they weren't the best. Like you wouldn't see them in, in, in necessarily a, uh, 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 an art gallery. Let's just say that. But his drawings are pretty cool. And we get on the bus together and we're having this whole conversation. Alfred has got me laughing. He has me rolling in the bus. We are hilariously laughing, having this great time. And he makes a picture for me, which I'm going to actually put in a frame. Maybe I'll show it to you guys next week. But um, and it's me in the picture. He writes me down and he, and he draws me like I'm a Lego person. So it's Sydney, the Lego woman, I guess. And in it, he says, never give up. Never give up. And I'm looking at him, and I just got the word that I was, you know, they wanted to schedule me for surgery. And I asked the doctor, I said, well, when do you want to do this? And he said, well, as soon as possible, like next week. I was like, yeah, no. And um, Alfred says to me, he says, I wrote that on there, Sydney, because they told me. And I didn't tell him about my, my um appointment. I didn't tell anyone about my appointment. As a matter of fact, I didn't even tell my sister. I told no one about this appointment. And the doctors, oh, maybe I told you later, Susan. I don't know. I can't remember now. But um, the doctor said, um, I mean, Alfred said, they told me I would never walk again. No, they told me I would never walk. He said, but you look at me. You see me crossing the street. I'm doing all, I'm just like, well, he sure did cross that street. And yeah, he's still walking. He did this little kick while we're on the bus. He said, yeah, I could do karate and I could. He said, Sydney, never give up. Every time I get feeling a little wicky-wacky or I feel a little, you know, well, I think of Alfred. So I give that story because it was my story with Alfred, but I give that story to you. Because hopefully it will inspire you. Hopefully you can envision Alfred walking across the bus to the bus stop across a four lane highway um, in the pouring rain. And he tells me, he tells you, never give up. So whatever the doctors say, whatever they say to you, you don't have to accept it. You don't have to believe it. And I chose not to believe it. And then I went to my physical therapist, and I believe at the time that was the only person that I did tell the story to, or told what the doctor said. 
And I told my physical therapist and I said, what do you think? And he said, you're fine. I don't think you should have surgery. I said, well, I'm not having it. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to let you know what they said in case they come to you and say something. <laughs> he said, no, you're not, you're not going to have surgery. So I did it. And I'm fine. And today I ran for the ferry. I ran like Alfred ran. Me and Alfred could be running buddies. I'm just saying, so you have to really, really, really get into your spirit, get into your knowing, read Neville, read our I am statements, follow the indigo room, follow other people who are encouraging you to be strong, who are encouraging you to change your subconsciousness and change your thoughts, change your conscious thoughts that are dropping down to your subconscious mind. Because your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between the truth or fiction. They don't know. It doesn't know if you're having this experience or if you're not. So if you want to have a better life, if you want to do better, if you want to have better um, relationships, you want to have more money, you want whatever it is that you choose to create, it does not discriminate. You can be either speaking success to your life or you can be speaking distress to your life. It's entirely up to you. So we're going to, <clears throat> let me just check in the chat, see if what anything, everybody else has anything to say. Up, excuse me. <clears throat> I need some water because my throat is dry. Does anybody else have anything they want to share on the call? My sister says she remembers that story. I did tell her that story. God, God bless Alfred. I hope I'm, I'm hoping one day I'll be on the bus and I'll see him again. He was just the sweetest. He had me cracking up. But um, I have his picture and I told him I would put it in a frame because you never know one day he might be this famous artist and I will have the Alfred original. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything else they want to share on the Indigo Room today? Linda, Barb, Painter, G, Wanda, Susan. Before we get ready to end the call, before we get ready to end tonight. Susan said, I knew nothing of the doctor's appointment until after when you told the story of Alfred. Yeah, I didn't tell anybody about that because I just don't want anybody else's opinion in my, and I know that you would be, you would be right along with me, but I had to make sure that my mind was solid on what I was about to um, do. And I, I just didn't want anybody else's thought process until Alfred showed up. And then Alfred came in and said, never give up. He must have known. Maybe he was sitting in the office. I don't know. Um, I do want to thank you all for joining me here today, joining me in the Indigo Room tonight. I have another uh, story for you. It's And um, another part of the Indigo Room is going to be called Storytime with Sydney. So um, I was working on that uh, yesterday, and hopefully I can get that uploaded this week. And Monday, I'm off from work, which I did not know. So I'm very excited about that. 
But if you want to um, donate to the Indigo Room, you can click on the link in the comments below. And um, that will help us to be able to get the cameras, get video, get better cameras, get better lighting, um, better equipment. If you'd like to donate to the Indigo Room, that's where that money will be going. Um, and the links are in, in, I mean, the comments. The link is in the comments below. And I'll also put a cash app in there if that's what you use. Um, we also encourage you to create your I am affirmation videos. Remember, I asked you to do that last week. We didn't get anybody. Nobody sent it in. Okay. So Linda and I are working on ours. <laughs> right, Linda? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> huh? No, I've been, think I've been thinking about it. It's, and I think, you know, it's important to me that I would want to put it in a chair for the European video. You're going to do what? I didn't hear you broke up. I've been thinking about what it is that's important to me about my audio video that I want to share. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, you have some time. And um, if you want to join the I Am Statements group, you can also join us in our I am statements groups. We're doing I am statements every day for the next 30, for 30 days. So we started on February 6th and today is February 13th. So we're like a weekend and um, every day we, anybody wants to put up an I am statements. We put those I am statements up, help each other. You may have something that works for you. I have something that works for me and we share that. Um, also, we will be doing our I am statements back to the I am discourses next Wednesday, which is um, what day is that? That is the 20th. So we'll be work. We'll be reading the I am statement, the I am discourses. I believe we're in chapter three next uh, Wednesday on the 20th from 9 p.m. until 10. We'll maybe go a little bit over. I try not to go as over as much as possible. And then the following week, we'll be back with the resurrection. And again, they work in conjunction with each other. They help you to be able to sustain this um, energy that you have around you. So your I am statements really, really, really do help. I gave you an evidence. That was a, that was a small story. But there are other stories I have that I'm sharing with you that are really kind of cool um, of how I've been using my I am statements, how I've been using Neville, and what has been manifesting for me. So use those. Share. Let us know what's happening. We have the Indigo Room also. I'm going to put that um, link in the comments below. The Indigo Room group um, where you can share. Whatever you want. Both of these groups are closed. So if you have people that are, you know, kind of wicky wacky in your life and they give you all kinds of, well, what are you doing? That doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. They won't even know you're in the group. Only we will know. We're not going to tell them because we don't know them. We don't care. <laughs> My sister Susan says meditation is really good for clearing mind chatter and being able to see where destructive thought patterns are streaming from. 
This was a really good one, dear sister, love. Yay. Thank you, Susan. Um, she's so correct. And she meditates. She does yoga. She's fabulous. She's gorgeous. She's also in my little meditation video that I made. So if you didn't watch it, you should watch it. Check it out. Um, but anyway, thank you for joining us here this week. And I do want to remind you all to remember who you are. Remember that you are source energy right here in a physical body. Remember that you can be, do, and have anything that you desire. And remember that it is not being extraordinary that makes you unique. It is your uniqueness that makes you extraordinary. So we will see you next week. Hopefully, I, I, I hope. Right? You're going to come back next week? So we'll see you next week. Don't forget or remember. I won't even say don't forget. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, and share the video if you found anything in it of use to you. I love you. Love you all. Love you, Linda. Barb, Linda, Susan, Wanda, Painter, Lin um, G, and Salima, I think, was here as well. So I want to thank you all for joining us here this week. Bye. I love you. Peace. Have a great week. Have a great week. Bye, Linda. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.